are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me today is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, welcome back. We missed you last week. Yeah, you guys carried on without me. Much appreciated. I am recording from Latrobe. You may even see a picture of Arnie Palmer behind me. I'm in the Arnie Palmer Hotel. Two famous alums of Latrobe are Arnold Palmer and the Fred Rogers, the Mr. Rogers Media Center is where we hang out between like practice and dinner. So that's what I've been doing. Lots of Steelers, lots of Arnie Palmer, lots of Mr. Rogers. So that's where I'm at. How about you, brother? Very cool, very cool. Yeah, you got a vacation in before training camp. Mm-hmm. I got a little vacation in last week, so we are all ready for football now. Uh, and, and yeah, you are at training camp with the Steelers. And if if Matt sounds a little echoey out there, that's why he's he's in a a nice uh, hotel room, a big wide open hotel room, and yeah, not made for sounds. <laughs> covering <laughs> the Steelers this week, we will talk a little bit of Steelers today. Uh, We are continuing our series. Of course, last week we talked about those players to target in trade. If you've got a contender, the the season is getting close. You've got a team you love. You think you're going to contend for that title this year, but you need one more piece. If you missed those, go back to last week's episodes. Check those out. We did one episode per position. Uh, Of course, Kate and Marcus helped us out on that. Scott Connor joined me to talk about the pass catchers. This week, we're we're shifting that a little bit. You're on the other end of that spectrum. You've got a rebuilding team. Of course, here on these episodes, we like to call those productive struggle teams. You're, you're, you're not going to win it this year. This is not your year, but you're building for the future. Who are you going to target? Kate and Marcus got us started with that yesterday, talking wide receivers. Today, we are going to talk about the quarterback position. And Matt, before we... Before we talk about some of those trade targets for those rebuilding teams, we've got to talk about the quarterback that has been in the news, it feels like, every day for the past two years. I know, again, uh, they covered this on yesterday's show, but uh, we got what feels like a resolution on it. I know there's some possible appeals and things, but we got the decision for the Deshaun Watson case. And I, I think at this point we're far past talking about the off-field part of it. Uh, we we all know the story, and and we could unfortunately go on and on about that. Let's focus about what we know on the field, and when it comes to Deshaun Watson's dynasty value, he will miss the six games uh, pending uh, any type of appeal. That that'll have to be a wait and see situation. But for now, it seems like he is going to miss six games. Looking at DLF ADP, and this is of course pre-suspension. Uh, he was the quarterback 11. So it feels like, man, it feels like dynasty managers were n- not too concerned about any possible suspension. And I think the fact that he, he didn't get the full year as many expected uh, obviously only helps his value. How, how high can we go with Deshaun Watson at this point? Well, I, I might mean to come back from vacation and fight with you on this one, but I just think, we don't know this. I think it's six plus. Uh, I mean, I, we're recording this Tuesday evening. We're going to have it to you very, very soon. 
I don't think that we are out of the woods with this suspension being longer. I, I have a hunch it's going to be 8 and maybe even 10 or 12. So if that changes your opinion anyway from a dynasty perspective, of course it would from a redraft. That makes some sense. But he is going to be a Brown for the long haul. Um, they don't have a first-round pick next year. They have all kinds of cap problems next year. So I think this season will be the best Deshaun Watson's Cleveland supporting cast will be because I think they're going to lose pieces, maybe a mm. Conklin and Amari, guys like that in the offseason. And he hasn't played in a while. So what's he going to look like when he returns? I mean, even if it is only six games, then he plays at Baltimore and then hosts the Bengals before a bye. Like, I'm not sure I can start him until after that bye, after not playing for so long. Well, we will talk about several quarterbacks today as we look at players to target if you are in that productive struggle or, or a rebuilding situation. Uh, and, and we can kind of think about along the way how we value these players uh, compared to Deshaun Watson because, again, in our ADP, he's kind of mixed right in with a lot of these names, including the group we're going to start with. I've got three groups here. The first one... Uh, our, our sophomore players it coming off of their rookie season. And in most cases, not really a productive rookie season. I, I would say uh, at least three of these players were disappointments. So let's go through these quickly, Matt, and just try to decide if these are players you would want to invest in with that rebuilding situation. You know, maybe you don't need them for this year, but you're thinking long-term two, three, four years down the road, can you count on these players, and would you buy them right now at their current cost? Let's start with the player that was the number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence. He's currently the quarterback 12 in our Dynasty ADP, so he's just one spot behind Watson. Trevor Lawrence, do you see that turnaround happening? We know new coaching staff, some new weapons there to throw to. Not really even thinking about this year, because if you're in that productive struggle uh, situation, not only are you not worried about this year, you'd rather take your lumps this year. You want to lose. Is Desha- I'm sorry, is Trevor Lawrence the guy who can maybe help you there but also have some long-term value? Yeah, I assume you didn't put Burrow and Lawrence on this list because they're going to help you win too much. And even though they're young, they're expensive. I think Burrow, Trey... and, Burrow and Herbert? You Burrow mean? and Herbert, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Um, and I think Lance isn't on this list because... I have a hunch that you agree with me that I want him on my redraft teams this year. I think he's going to blow up now, and he's a little more expensive than these guys. So I just want to get those names out of the way. Uh, yeah, I think Lawrence point. is perfect. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, a good point. Yes, Herbert uh, Burrow, Burrow certainly still still young. I mean, Herbert twenty four, but he's the quarterback two in ADP. Sure. So obviously if you get a chance to get guys like that on your roster, whether you're rebuilding or not, you want to do that. But in most cases, if you're rebuilding, you're going to look for players that are a little bit cheaper but can mm-hmm. also gain value. So let's start that with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and I think he's a great one because I expect massive steps forward on the field uh, fantasy-wise, uh, supporting cast, growth, coach. But I don't think he's going to go bonkers this year. Where a year from now... Maybe they have a top five pick and they get the top receiver in the class or add one more thing. I think that's when you want to own him. So 
to me, he's kind of the definition of this, you know, where he's not going to score you too many points this year, but he very well could be a long-term answer that you're buying probably at his cheapest point over the next couple of years. Yeah, he's certainly uh, probably my number one favorite buy in a dynasty among the quarterback position right now. Okay. I have heard some uh, predict that Trevor Lawrence could be this year's Joe Burrow. Of course, Joe Burrow, in an up-and-down rookie season, had that injury that ended his rookie season. Uh, Lawrence struggled for different reasons, uh, but with the new coaching staff, again, some new weapons added. Could you see Lawrence and, and really the entire Jaguars team taking a, a Bengals-like jump? It sounds like not this year. Um, I don't, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, sure. but nope. I mean... Uh, we, we didn't think that about Cincinnati last year either. Yeah, 100%. Um, I have mentioned on Peacock and Williamson several times that one of my favorite futures bet, though, is the Jags plus 700 to win their division. Yeah, I'm not predicting told, them to win the division, but, you know. You should have uh, should have told me that before last week. I uh, was hanging out in Vegas making yeah. some bets, and uh, I, I needed some good ones. I think that's a chance there, yeah. What about Justin Fields? He's right behind Lawrence in our ADP quarterback 19. Um, and, and again, really struggled through the rookie season. Uh, I think there's concerns about the supporting cast in Chicago. There's some concerns about the coaching staff. And, and I mean, are they, are they going to – is that going to be the reason Justin Fields fails if he does? See, the key to me with Fields is just keep your head above water for one more year. Convince this staff that you're the guy, even though you take lumps left and right. And I'm a Fields Mm. believer. I have a history with Luke Getze in my Pitt days and Akron days. I'm a Getze believer. And the key with the Bears is I expect them to have all sorts of resources after this year. They have gobs and gobs of cap space. Maybe they get the top receiver in the draft next year. As long as Fields isn't too damaged where they say, give me C.J. Stroud instead or something like that. And I think he can hold on. So like Lawrence, I think these guys are perfect for this. So the players we're going to be talking about today, Lawrence and Fields, are certainly the most expensive. If you were targeting one of those in this situation, productive struggle, not necessarily worried about the 2022 season, but looking 2023 and beyond, which one of these would it be? They're neck and neck, but Lawrence, just because I still have a strong bias that he's a special prospect. Okay, I'm with you there. Okay. When we come back, we'll talk about some other quarterbacks you may want to target in your productive struggle teams. Hey everyone, let me tell you about the newest thing from our buddies at Built Bar, the Coconut Brownie Chunk Puff. From the same people that invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Our buddies over at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the Puffs treatment. That's right, Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow-covered 100% real chocolate. I love their chocolate. And it's fluffy, like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. But stop drooling and listen. They're good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, all very delicious. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are the only here for a limited time. So go to Built.com now and make sure you do not miss out. They're going fast because they're pretty amazing. 
Uh, all built bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. But the best part about Built Puffs is, of course, they taste amazing and you can enjoy them guilt-free because they are actually good for you. They are the perfect treat, perfect when you're getting a craving, you need to satisfy your sweet tooth, or if you need a quick, healthy snack, they are also an excellent source of protein, as always. Uh, Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallows. Stop fantasizing. Go to Built.com right now to order your box of coconut brownie chunk Built Puffs right now. Go to built.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, all one one word here, LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15. All right, Matt, we're back. We're talking trade targets for productive struggle teams, and we're focused today on the quarterback position. We talked about a couple of sophomores Uh, Players entering their second season, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, in our first segment. Let's finish up that category. We've got Mac Jones at quarterback 19, Zach Wilson at quarterback 21. These guys are in very different situations. They're in the same division. Mac Jones, I think the stigma is that he has a a limited ceiling, uh, that he's a safe option, but maybe can't give you that future QB one year uh, that that we see from some of the others. And Zach Wilson, of course, the, the second overall pick. Again, like the other guys we talked about, struggled through his rookie season. He's got some new weapons in New York, and that feels like a team headed in the right direction. If you're picking just one of these guys uh, from this range, again, quarterback 19 is Mac Jones, quarterback 21 is Zach Wilson. Who are you taking? I believe Matt Jones has over the hump as a long-term starter, even more than Lawrence or Fields. He is going to be a starter in the league for a long time, and in Superflex leagues will be a starter for a long time too. But I think I'll take Wilson, who I'm not nearly as high on as a player, because I love his supporting cast, and I think his upside's higher. And the name you don't have on the list is, for the buck, I think I'll take Davis Mills over both, because he's a little cheaper than both of them. Yeah, he's a little cheaper. Uh, Davis Mills, quarterback 26 in our ADP. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just got – you mentioned the longevity of, of Mac Jones, uh, a guy that we look at and think that he could be the, the quarterback for the next 10 or 12 years. That certainly is not the case with Davis Mills. I mean, Houston could be uh, looking to replace him as early as, as next season. So you trust. See, I think I like him more than that. I think Mills is a starting NFL quarterback too. Well, if you believe that certainly in those super flex leagues, uh, he is a player to target. I'm not quite there with you, uh, but I do agree between those two. I'm taking Zach Wilson and uh, I like, I like targeting him for many of the same reasons that you mentioned. Let's scoot over to a different category. I called these post hype sleepers. Of course, typically we think about the players that we once were excited about. They've let us down. Can they come back? Can they regain uh, the value, regain the hype that they once once had? I've got three players in this group, and Matt, honestly, I, I can't I can't support targeting any of these guys. But at least they're mostly cheap. Tua Tungavaloa, quarterback sixteen. Daniel Jones, quarterback twenty seven and Baker Mayfield, quarterback 28. Do you like any of these for this situation? Again, a productive struggle team. 
not worried about 2022, looking beyond that, any of these guys, the answer in that situation? Two is a big no for me. I mean, especially at that price, noticeably more expensive than the other two. I think Daniel Jones might have a good fantasy year. I I don't know if he's a long-term starter, but I'm interested at quarterback 27. And Mayfield at 28 seems pretty, you know, cheap as well. I mean, these guys aren't long-term answers for you, but I, I think Mayfield's probably a long-term starter in this league. And I think Jones has a pretty high ceiling. So I'm talking throw-ins. I mean, I'm talking about a bigger trade and you can get these guys in the mix. Right. And they're maybe they're your long-term two, something like that. I, I don't think that's crazy talk to go after those two. I, I would not be going after two at that price. So, And two, of course, the most expensive of yeah. those three, uh, as I said, still at quarterback 16. I mean, I think the thing that... Um, the mistake that a, a lot of dynasty players make when they have this situation, they're rebuilding, they've got that productive struggle, is they think they should only be targeting young players, whether they're drafting, whether they are making trades. You're not looking always for young players. You're looking for players who can gain value because these these guys are not going to be on your team for the next five years. It's not going to happen. Right, right, right. You're going to, you're going to make trades. You're going to make ads and drops. So don't don't worry long term. Think about who can gain value, who can I flip for a player I like better. So maybe you don't like Tua, Matt, in your case, you don't like Daniel Jones or Baker Mayfield. Those certainly aren't aren't sexy players. That's why they're in this post type uh, category. But do you see a situation where Baker Mayfield could go to a new team as he as he has in Carolina and mm-hmm. and gain some of that hype back, uh, produce a little bit like he did. As a rookie, could Daniel yes. Jones with this new coaching staff produce as he did, uh, like he did as a rookie? If you think the answer is yes, you should be buying those players. Wait for them to gain some value, even if it's uh, even if it's a modest amount of value that allows you to flip them for more. That's that's a win. We've got to got to pile up those small wins when you're rebuilding. I, I do. I think both those guys fit that category. And then this position's a little different, too. Like, if Mayfield was a running back and you're rebuilding, well, i got to get rid of him. I mean, he could still start in this league for eight more years. Very true. Tomorrow, on tomorrow's episode, we are going to talk about uh, running backs to target in a productive struggle team, uh, productive struggle situation, and that's, that's going to be a difficult conversation. Oh, yeah. uh, but we'll, we'll save that one for tomorrow. Matt, after this break, we'll uh, wrap up with our last category, players to target when rebuilding and focused on the quarterback position. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked On NFL podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders Keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. Welcome back. We are talking quarterback trade targets with a rebuilding or productive struggle team. Uh, we really like Trevor Lawrence. We like Zach Wilson. Matt is all in favor of going out and getting Davis Mills. He's certainly cheap enough if you agree with Matt. Uh, Daniel Jones and Baker Mayfield are also cheap and uh, are, are players that we could see bouncing back, regaining some value. 
Matt, let's finish off this conversation with our last category, three rookie quarterbacks. And uh, we, we can spend some time here on your Pittsburgh Steelers because the first one on this list is, of course, Kenny Pickett. He's the quarterback 22 right now in our ADP. Uh, reports aren't great, Matt. Report, early reports are not great on Pickett. I don't think at this point anybody really expects him to be the starter, at least early on. But um, he, he may not even be game day active from what it sounds like. Right. And he looks over his head, uh, to be very honest with you. I've watched every practice. I've watched every throw. Um, I would bet everything I have that Trubisky will be the starter. Not that he's been great either. Uh, the offense is struggling to gel, very very uh, young, you know, a lot of new parts. Um, but just recently, Pickett is now running with the twos, and Rudolph is running with the threes, just because he's the bigger investment. You know, he doesn't look any better doing that thus far. Um, I know the coaches aren't down on him, but I still think there's a real good chance, as you mentioned, that Rudolph is the, the, is the two on opening day. Just because they trust him, and if you know, the, the one goes down, you got a better chance of getting out of the game with a win with the, the older guy, and, and Rudolph in this case. So my here's how I would play Pickett, is don't buy him yet, but give it two or three weeks when all those things I said actually come to fruition, and he's not active in game one, I think his stock's going to go down before it goes up. But inevitably, it'll go back up. And that's exactly really what I wanted to ask you is, do you see, do you see the value dropping because of this? And you've even suggested on a previous episode that we may not see Pickett play all year. You know, if Trubisky does well, if this team is uh, in the hunt for a playoff spot, we might not see Pickett on the field at all. If that's the case, we're certainly going to see that quarterback 22 ADP dip. Uh, so even if you like the player, it sounds like you might have a better buying opportunity uh, at a later point uh, mid-season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't just see him turning into Russell Wilson and taking the job and running with it. I mean, he, he's, he's struggling. Right, right. Uh, another rookie uh, to talk about here is Malik Willis, quarterback 25. Of course, he's the guy prior to the draft that we all thought would be the quarterback one in the NFL draft, the quarterback one in dynasty and fantasy leagues. And because he fell so far, um, that, that for the most part has not been the case. He is, uh, he's, he's pretty close in our ADP, though. Quarterback 25 compared to quarterback 22 for Pickett. Um, I, I mean, I don't think, at least in the early going, there's any chance of Malik Willis unseating uh, Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee for that starting job, things would have to go uh, really badly either due to injury or just poor team performance for Willis to get on the field. So I kind of feel like we can say a lot of the same things about him that the ADP will drop assuming he doesn't get to play very much. Yeah, I, I think the one I was about to say the same thing, but as you're saying that one thing that might be different is he might put up crazy highlights against third stringers on SportsCenter and everyone gets excited, you know, or Tennessee may have him active for a Lamar Jackson-like plan for two series a game in the in the regular season when their offense is struggling. Um, I still think his stock isn't going to be super high for a while, but he's built for fantasy, you know, unlike Pickett. So I'm buying at his current price with the hope 
and maybe it's a Jalen Hurts like payoff if you hit, which is massive, that he's sure. the starter next year, whether he's sinking or swimming, whatever. He's going to put up fancy points if he's a good player or not, if he's the starter next year. Uh, Malik Willis is just above some of the guys we've talked about here. Uh, Davis Mills, Daniel Jones, make Baker Mayfield, all directly behind uh, behind Willis in ADP. And uh, interestingly enough, Ryan Tannehill is even lower than that, a value way down at quarterback 29. Uh, he, I think i take Willis over Tannehill. I mean, especially if you're productively struggling. Oh, sure, sure. In this situation, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah, in this situation, I get it. Our, our, uh, uh, our ADP uh, folks agree with you as they've got, uh, they've got Willis significantly above Ryan Tannehill. Last guy to talk about here is Desmond Ritter, quarterback in Atlanta. Um, of course, he's in a competition with Marcus Mariota, and as expected, sounds like Mariota is off to the early lead and, and projected to be the starter early in the season. But uh, unlike the Steelers and <clears throat> Unlike the Steelers and the Titans, this is a team that we can say with, with pretty strong confidence is going to be bad this year, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. So uh, even if Mariota uh, has that early starting job, I, th- I think we're going to see Desmond Ritter uh, and, and probably ends up pr- – Ritter probably ends up playing more games than, than Pickett and Willis, maybe even more than those two combined. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And – how I've been equating this situation is a lot like Davis Mills that I mentioned before is once Ritter gets his chance, and I think I'm with you that he will get a chance probably sooner than later, maybe when they're one and four or whatever. I don't expect them to win many games. He doesn't have to be great, but if he can convince this coaching staff in a Davis Mills-like fashion, hey, take Will Anderson, the edge rusher out of Alabama, instead of the Alabama quarterback. You know, I, I did I did enough to buy one more year. Then I think he's a home run for you because, you know, kind of like Mills, he might stick and you might get him cheap. I like Ritter a lot coming out of school. So I'm fine at that cost. But deep down, I think that they'll probably draft one in the top two or three and wreck all of our, you know, all of our Ritter stock. So if you're targeting one of these rookie quarterbacks, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, they're all between quarterback 22 and quarterback 30 in our current ADP. Who's it going to be? I think just Willis, just because any game he starts, I think he is startable probably in one quarterback formats, where I don't know we can say that about Ritter or Pickett. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I still think... Uh, as you said, it, it's still a matter of upside with Malik mm-hmm. Willis. I, I definitely don't mind Desmond Ritter at that quarterback 30 value, though. Um, I, w- I would be paying that as well. And I'm with you. Kenny Pickett, for, for me right now at this value, is just uh, just a stay away. Not, not paying that cost. So to sum it up, players we like at the quarterback position to target in a productive struggle uh, trade situation, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. We like both of those guys. Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, and Malik Willis are all players to go out and target if you've got a productive struggle team. As we mentioned earlier in the episode, tomorrow 
we're having the same conversation, but about the running back position. Going to be a little more challenging, but that is it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.